the Mel Gedroyd Podcast. Hey, it's Mel G, and this week on our Super Little Podcast, we're going to be talking about all sorts of things, including killing houseplants, mm, dressing up bears, I mean real bears, and uh, of course, the Tweedy, Tell Mel, will be in the house. If you like the sound of that, then do have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. There will be more chat, plus great songs thrown in for good measure. And there is Bush miming away on his mime keyboard. Love the keyboard in the back of that. It's like Rick Wakeman tickling yes. the ivories back there. Yeah. Uh, now, Wakeman was in the band Yes, wasn't he? Yes, I believe yeah. he was. Yeah. I love, his, I love his capes. I love a cape. Oh, I love it. Wouldn't a you cape. love a gold cape just to walk around town with? But, mate, listen, capes are absolutely de rigueur and all the rage at the moment. Are they really? Yes. I've seen capes in sort of shops like Miss Selfridge and Urban Outfitters. Can men wear capes just for girls? I would say, Bush, this could be a new <laughs> departure in your wardrobe. Look, last week I had my eyebrows threaded. This week I could be wearing a cape. Let's see what happens. Wouldn't it be lovely to wear a cape because no one quite knows what you're doing underneath there. You can do what you like down yes. there. You could be, I don't know, you could be wrapping Christmas presents. Peeling an apple. Making jam. Having a pistachio nut. <laughs> Fiddling with your waistband. Exactly. Listen, I've got to come clean. Come on then. This is cape truth time. Okay. Cards on the table about capes. I went up to the Lake District this summer, as you know, Bush. We mm. go every year. That's yep. where we that's where we love to go. It's a family migration. Exactly. We're like little birds, sparrows. And anyway, I was short, I was shy of a waterproof coat. So I went down the second-hand shop, the old uh, charity shop, and because uh, you always get great stuff down there. Some amazing stuff down there. And I bought myself a see-through, waterproof <laughs> cape. Wow. That was a size 8. Oh, a little, it's like a little poncho that you might wear at Thorpe Park, yeah. Park if you're going to go on the rapids. Yeah. Yeah. It was a tad small. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. So it was a bit like... Having a very small um, polythene bag in a safe way, kids, in a safe way, um, put over your head. I couldn't actually move because yeah. the whole concept of a cape is that you've got room for manoeuvre. You know, actors used to have them. They're built for making expansive gestures in, aren't they? Flowing and stuff Flowing. like that as well. This was a tiny polyurethane cape and it was from a trendy label. Really? Yeah, it was from a trendy label, so I thought, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get down with the kids. I'm gonna squeeze into this bad boy. Yeah, I wore it once on a walk, mate. Did you get that thing where where skin pushes against see-through clear plastic, and it looks like you've pushed your face against the tent window? It was horrible. <laughs> it was absolute. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what happened after this. Oh. oh. We've had a full workout, Bush. I'm actually wow. exhausted. What a dance around that was. You, you've still got from last week yes. your impromptu uh, bongos that you made out of the cup holder <laughs> from the cafe. It's brilliant. I would urge anyone listening to this show to make their own instrument wherever they are and play along, whatever it may be. They actually make quite a good sound. Come on, let's have a quick, just a little quick. They're they're you there are different sounds. Ding 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 like the cricket. Get yourself like a wobble board. You ever used a wobble board? Yes. Oh oh yes. I say yes. I haven't actually. But I was in a church performance of something, and I had to stand at the back of the congregation and then activate the wobble board when there was thunder and lightning. And it didn't sound anything like thunder and lightning. So everyone just turned around like, why is that lad with glasses like waving around a bit of slate? 
It just didn't sound like anything. Did the church own their own wobble board? I love the idea that it was just part of the part of the general mix of instruments in the church. Yeah, Our Lady Star of the Sea, Brixham, has got its own wobble board. If you want to know where your money's going when you put it in the in the dish every week. I bet you were made up that you were chose. That, that you were chose? We chose. <laughs> you chose. They chose you then, did they? You chose. I bet you were totally made up. I was totally made up. I did it as best I could, but I didn't do a very good job. But... I tried my best, but it didn't sound anything like lightning. Were you, oh, Bush, were you really proud that you were in charge of Thunder and Lightning? I was the only person on percussion. So, Mel, you're about to tell us about. Uh, uh, I can't remember. The oh, the cape. Is, the cape. The cape. So, anyway, cut a long story short, mm-hmm. very small, like a polythene bag, cape size eight. I'm blatantly not a size eight. <laughs> Wore it on a walk, and I was literally given. Basically, my kids just said, if you ever wear, <laughs> if you ever, ever put that see through cape on again, we're, we're leaving. And actually, my husband said that as well. Oh, what was wrong? What was wrong with it? What was I the main problem? Like an utter plum, mate. I imagine if you're kind of doing a lot of walking and kind of pink in the face with that plastic cape on, you might look like a pepperami. Yeah. This little casing. Yes, with the hands down by the side. What Could the move. Norm? No manoeuvring. And it had quite big, sort of almost 1960s buttons on it I, bas- look basically I saw it in the second hand shop and I thought Twiggy yes I yes. thought Twiggy I thought that plastic yeah. you know the big eyelashes the slightly kind of 60s thing going on the cape <laughs> mate it was absolutely <laughs> ruddy disastrous so no see through size 8 capes that's the, that's the first port of call here. never again mate you might as well wear some cling film uh, Mel the question is this yes my love which is the best cinematic ghost oh that's very strong Best cinematic ghost. How many cinematic ghosts are there? I am deeply scared to this day by the ghosts at the end of um, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. (laughs) Yeah. Probably now, if I were to look at them, you would say, you'd say, because they they were empty clothes that walked around by themselves. So there was pretty night, scary. There was a nightdress. Yeah. And there was a suit of armour with a helmet and boots and stuff. I found that really, really freaky. There is something about moving clothes, yeah. I think, that's quite scary. Even yeah. like that bit in Fantasia where he's getting everything to move. Oh, I don't like moving stuff like that's that. That's a Mickey bit. That's a sinister Mickey bit. More, it's the wizard, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, weird Mickey Mouse. Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, and everything's like walking along. I can't bear that. That gives me really, that makes me panic. Yeah. When he cuts up the broom. And then more brooms appear and they all start filling the pails and the wizard's um, place gets full with water. It's just weird. It's not right. That's quite ghostly, actually, that, isn't it? The ghost that scares me is the ghosts in Ghostbusters. I thought they were quite scary. The the ones in the library? Library woman. That is horrible. I was absolutely petrified of that when I was a kid watching that that film. It was unbelievable. And she comes out, doesn't she, of the little book drawer thing Mm -hmm. where the index cards are. Yeah. All the index cards go and fly around. And then she comes out. Is she green? She that's Slimer, the oh, green oh, ghost. Yeah. But she, she is looks like a nice, lovely, you know, old lady yes. librarian. And then suddenly she just turns into this like fanged beast. And she comes really like close up, doesn't she? And she goes yeah. all big. Yeah. Oh that, no, I agree with you. She's horrid. Who wrote this question? It's gonna be nightmares now. It's brought up some bad memories. I know. <laughs> um anyway, this is Mel G- Oh hello. Oh. Mel G on magic. Saturday afternoon. Oh, isn't that brisk? It's got a lovely brisk pace to it. It's got a good clip to it, hasn't it? It's good, man. I feel like we're on horseback immediately as soon as I hear this music. Yeah, we're riding to the front of some form of a military thing. 
Um, listen, I do hope that you're having a cracking weekend so far. Uh, it is time now, of course, you know because of the music, for the Ledger of Legend. So each week... Um, we like to sort of put something into the ledger for posterity, don't we, Bush? We celebrate the little things in life that don't normally get the credit they deserve. Do you know what? That is very well put, Bush. Thank you very much. Thank just much. I just made that up myself. Yeah, it's amazing. Thank it's you. It's amazing. Uh, so this week, Bush, and I have a feeling um, you might enjoy drawing this, <laughs> but I mean this really, really sincerely, what I'm about to nominate for the Ledger of Ledge, because this saves my life almost on a daily basis. Really? The sports bra. Sports bra. The sports ruddy bra. Bush. Honestly, without it, <laughs> Bush is actually speechless. <laughs> I am a bit speechless. You without... might need to explain to me exactly what that is. Well, you know what a bra is. I know a bra, yeah. yeah you know what it is. It's a more shall we say it's a it's a it's a more kind of constructed bra. Okay. To really hold everything down and keep everything in place if you are bobbing about. <laughs> And is it for sport? Is it mainly for sport or is it not really for sport? I have taken to wearing mine for non-sporting activities as well. I've got to say. uh, Producer Louise has just Googled sports priors for me and I feel like I'm going back through the catalogue again when I was 13. (laughs) Bush has gone off into a little bit of a a dreamy state there. So many different types. Yes. Bush, hello. Hello. Okay, yeah. Hello. Uh, So, yes, I'd like you, please. He's still scrolling through. That's marvellous. Just see the glint of them on my glasses. (laughs) Um, I'd like you to draw a sports bra, please, because that is what I'd like to put in for this week's Ledger of Ledge. I love saxophone. Do you? I learned clarinet at school and it was a total waste of time. Oh, matey. Got to grade three, mimed all the way through a performance in church mm. with someone else's dad. And I thought, there's, there's no future in this uh, clarinet lark. So I knocked it on the head. Love a bit of woodwind. Love a bit of woodwind. Love. Oh, hello there. Now, gang, it's time for Bush's Red Letter Day. <laughs> um, Bush, please tell me. I mean, you know, I know it's the 18th of November. We all know that. That's clear as, as, as mustard. Um, but what day actually is it? 18th of November is World Mickey Mouse Day. Uh, what do you think about Mickey Mouse? I can't work out whether he slightly scares me. Uh, is he all right? It's the voice. It's that little it's the voice, voice. Isn't, it? <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it's the voice, isn't it's, it? It's it's a pained voice. It's a pained voice. Yeah. Either way, today's a day to celebrate Mickey Mouse. I've got three amazing Mickey Mouse facts. Right. Good for you right now. Good. Good. Fact number one: Mickey Mouse was inspired by the pet mouse Walt Disney had as a child. Oh, really? Created it in his mind around that pet. Fact number two, every US president has posed with Mickey Mouse except Lyndon Baines Johnson. Oh, why, why, didn't, why didn't he want to? Must have fallen out or so. It's kind of weird. Final fact, looking for a job? Well, if you want to be a Mickey Mouse mascot at Disneyland, the theme park requires all actors to be between four foot eight and five foot two. Really small. Yeah. If you're small, small than that or tall than that, you can't have the job. It must be weird when you when you dress up as someone professionally. I used to go out with a girl who uh, used to have to dress as Mr. Wimpy at the weekend for kids' parties. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> fleet walk talkie. And it must be weird. Imagine going to the loo and just having a coffee or whatever just for your, in your break and you're dressed as Mr. Oh. Wimpy. So, hang on. He dressed as Mr. Wimpy for parties. Yeah. So he would go with a box full of It was my, of it was my girlfriend at the time. It was a she. She did it? She did it. Oh, sorry, I thought it was her friend. No, no. She was dressed as Mr. Wimpy. Is that why you fell in love with her in the first place? Because you could get free wimpies. I could get free wimpies all the time, yeah. How Describe the costume. I'm thinking 
I'm thinking she went as the trad burger in no, a hot dog. Big, no, no, like the wimpy, beef eater type thing. So like big sponge head, hat. He had a trident. I think he had a trident. She oh. had a trident. Oh, I thought she was dressed as a burger. <laughs> that would have been even better. Um, now, Bush. Important. Important stuff now. How's your week been? Uh, Mel, my week has been all right, although I've killed another houseplant. Oh, I have killed every single houseplant I've ever owned in my life. Like even a cactus? Even a cactus I've killed. I killed a Venus flytrap that I bought for my daughter because I thought it would be quite cool. That died. And this goes back to like even back at the school. You remember when you used to have school fates back and it was really hot? Yeah. School sports day type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And there'd always be like a, like, a, a, like a table full of plants that you can buy. Spider plants usually. Spider plants. Yeah. And I'd kill them as well. I don't know whether I'm doing something wrong. Okay. Uh, right. I now, need some help. What plant is it? Well, this is really bad, actually. Um, well, this is really bad. My friend Paul's nana lives around the corner from where I live, and she sadly passed away a, okay. cu- a couple of months ago. Right. So he gave us her big house plants that had been in her house for years. Gosh. And then that plant is now... I started, I'd look after it and look after and water it and whatever, and it's perished. Oh. So, unfortunately, my curse has passed on to another plant, Paul's Nana's plant. Does Paul know that the plant's gone as well? He listens to this show from America, so he will know now. That's 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 quite dangerous, though, isn't it? Is he going to be very sad and cross? Yeah, I'm going to need to, like, immediately, in the next song, probably text him and just say, just just to confirm, sorry about that. But I, wish, I said I'd look after it the best I could. What plant is it? It's, I don't know what type of plant it is, but it's really big. It's, like, as high as my head, <gasps> or it was, because now it's all gone brown, looks like. Unless it, I mean, it hasn't completely died. Maybe there's still a chance with a plant to save it. Never say never. Really? Do you reckon there's still a chance never to turn this around? Well, do you know what? Okay, this is what you've got to do. You, you've got it at home. Yes. Yeah. So when you get home this evening, uh, if you are going home, I don't know, Bush, a, 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 gal- a gallant young man as as yourself might be um, <laughs> off out straight after the show and um, not coming home. I don't know. Let's just see what happens. It. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. If you do end up back at home, um, <laughs> just scrape the <laughs> scrape the stem area. Your name embodies the very epicentre of horticulture. Yeah. Your name is Andy Bush. Yeah. Any gardener would give their right secateur yeah. for that name. Totally. It's like my name endorses the fact that uh, <laughs> I'm know, good with plants. Mate, I, you know, you could be... Oh, I don't know. Anyway. I, it doesn't always pan out like that. What's the name of the guy that fell off his bike and now can't cycle anymore? Bob Pace. Pace, no longer, oh, unfortunately. Pace, but he's getting better. He's getting better, but he's he ain't getting recycling better, around. Mate. So I don't want to make it sound like he died. He's fine. He's totally fine. He's totally fine, but he isn't going to be... Maybe his name doesn't quite pan out. With, I know. Do you know what I mean? I know. Bush is, doesn't quite pan out with... Yes, which is what's happening. Now, I did say, slightly elusively, before Brian Adams, uh, that the thing to, to do <sighs> is to scrape the stem. Yeah, you said that, and then when we went into a song, so everyone was like, what? sorry, what did, what did she just say? What you do is you get your thumbnail and just have a little... <laughs> I'm sorry, Melody. Is this real? I know, she can't bear this kind of thing. She, does, she doesn't like it. You know what she's like, she doesn't like it. She's heaving I over know. there. So you scrape at the stem with your thumbnail... If green is shown to you yeah. through the bark that you have scraped off, right. then you have a living plant on your hands. Oh, okay. If brown doth appear, then it's tutty bye-byes. If the innards of the plant doth run brown, exactly. it's be dead. <laughs> exactly. What about the bottles of food that plants have? Never understood uh, that. What, see, what is plant food? Well, you see, I think you can overdo it. Have you been feeding it with something? 
No, I've been looking at the bottle singing. Should I be giving it like a... Like it's got like baby food. The plants have baby food. Like bio, a like baby bio. Baby bio, that's yeah, the word, yeah. Yeah, baby bio. It's not... Like, have, have you been rubbing a pureed apple all over it? Just be honest, Bush. I've been doing the whole aeroplane thing and everything, but it's not been interested. <laughs> and mash and beef and courgettes. Here we go. Whoa, 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 because if that's the case, that might be a reason for it dying. Oh, really? Possibly. Right, so I'm going to get home, scrape the root. Scrape the... Oh, not the root. The stem. The stem, bud. Scrape the stem. Not listening to me. Listen, <laughs> I hope it is... I hope you do call it Robert. That would be good. Good Let, name. Bring it back to life, call it Robert Plant, and just get on with things. Boom. We've sorted your problems out, Bush. Okey-dokes. Okey-dokes. Oh, do you remember oh, my one of my favourite cartoon characters ever... Um, Car the Snake in the Jungle Book. Oh, yes. Quite, is he scary? Is he a scary snake or is he a friendly snake? He sort of tries to be scary, but then always ends up being a bit of a doofus. Did you watch the remake of the Jungle Book with all like the real animals? Well, no, CGI, but it was, a no. bit, it was quite scary, I think. I couldn't bear to. Did you see it? I saw it, yeah. It was quite scary overall. Good. It was all right. I, I prefer the original, the cartoon, the original cartoon films. Yeah. Such a special place. The music. But you have to watch with these things. I took Aww. my little girl Erin to go and see um, Tarzan. They did a like a, a real... Live action. Live action, yeah. that's the word, thing of Tarzan. And it's brutal because it is his family die in a helicopter crash and there was two gorillas hitting each other with stones and she wanted to leave. It was awful. He's in there for 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, really? Because, you know, when you look Too at... Too much. Some of these things, the actual real story yeah. behind them is quite scary, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, I didn't see that. Sorry, Paddington that. too, though. Oh. I need to go and watch it. There's a, you know how Ben Wishaw plays Paddington. You know he's the voice. Yeah, it's so brilliant. And also they're real bears. I love the way that I know. I know they're CGI, but I love the way they're real. <laughs> they are real. Would you like a bear if yes. you could have a bear? I want Aunt Lucy. Really? Yeah. What would you dress a bear in if you had an upright standing bear <laughs> that was your friend? I think I'd dress a bear as Benny or Bjorn from ABBA. <laughs> Re- really seriously, in full seventies ABBA. Absolutely no joke. Just that's exactly what yeah. you'd get them in. Totes. What about you? Just a little pair of dungarees. Oh, dungarees and wet red welly boots. Oh, really? Yeah, quite trad. Yeah, old school. How about Greek national dress? <laughs> that'd be good, wouldn't With it? With a beret on the side, a little hat. With one of those on long strings and a pom pom. Oh my god, that'd be so good as well, that'd wouldn't be it? Good. <laughs> And then people would be like, because obviously they'd be so shocked that you had a bear walking around with you. They wouldn't even, mm. you wouldn't even get to the bit where you're thinking, what is that bear wearing? It's yeah. like, more like, why is there a bear there? There was a bear, this is a totally true story, in the Second World War, who was um, born, I think, in Iraq mm. and was adopted by um, a Polish squadron that were out in Iraq. Um, and um, he became like a soldier. Really? And he used to move ammunition around and he'd drink beer and smoke fags <laughs> with the soldiers. And they made him um, a cadet. They made they gave him an honorary place wow. in the army. Wojtek, yeah, he's really famous. Uh, Wojtek the bear. Yeah, and he ended up in Edinburgh Zoo. Did he? Yeah. But he still knows all... That's quite interesting. That's almost like the start of uh, Planet of the Apes, isn't it? It's amazing. He knows yeah. all this kind of... How, he knows how to load yeah. a gun oh, and yeah. he just he sat there really, in the zoo. He was really useful. Lovely. Oh, if you know, if the people who make Paddington Two are looking for the next project, they've got the bear CGI. Wojtek the bear, the story. Paddington Three should be about Paddington meeting a bear from Iraq. (laughs) That would be so good. Good. And where's Paddington actually from? He's from. He's from Peru. Peru. So, but then he lives in London. Yeah. In um. I was going to say, yeah, Windsor Gardens. He lives in Windsor Gardens. Bless him. I'm obsessed with him. I love him. Anyway, that's enough now. It's time for Tell Me.
tell Mel. You can ask me absolutely anything. All right, Mel, it's Dave here. Please set on an argument for me. What is the best condiment to put on chips? Is it mayo, salad cream, brown sauce or ketchup? Not sure about salad cream, no. Dave, salad cream, absolutely a no-no. Who was it that brought that into your life? Absolutely never on a chip. On a on a nice, crunchy leaf of lettuce? By all means, Dave, but certainly not on a chip. I go for a healthy mixture of vinegar, salt and ketchup. Next, please. Hi, Mel, it's Elizabeth here. What do you think's worse, being hot or cold? My dear Elizabeth, I slightly lost you at the end there. Were you saying hot or cold? Well, this is very much like the condiments thing. Hot, vinegar, cold, salt. Mm, what are we to do? Conundrum. Mm, how are we going to get out of it? I would say, my dear, I absolutely hate being cold. Hot, I can almost bear. I am quite hot, Elizabeth. I don't know if you've seen me in my tweed cape and also my polyurethane cape that I sometimes wear on top of the tweed one. <laughs> Has that answered it? I don't think so. Next, please. Hey Mel, it's George. Um, I walked into the spare room yesterday and had that thing where I couldn't remember why I went in there at all and I still can't remember. Uh, Do you have any ideas what it might be? I know exactly why you went into the spare room, dear George. You went in there just to say, "Mm, I've got a spare room. Mm, Look at me with my spare room. The room that I don't even use is just spare. That's what you were doing, George. You were being a little bit above yourself and I'm going to take you down a peg or two, George. Mm, See, I've just done it. Thank you so much for listening to our scrumptious little podcast. Hear more stuff and general noggins like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroid Podcast. <laughs>